We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. St. Louis Public Radio reporter Ryan Delaney usually covers a beat close to home, but it recently took him to Africa. The trip was partly personal, but also professional, as it gave him the chance to follow up on a story he filed in July about some African-born local students returning to their roots. Ryan joins me in studio to talk about their journey and his. Welcome, Ryan. Good to see you. Good to see you, too, Don. Uh, we had a not very good connection the last time we tried to talk when you were in Uganda. So let's backtrack a little bit and remind us of uh, the story that you were pursuing on this trip. Sure. I uh, met up for a few days in Kenya with a group of teenagers who were all born in Kenya and have since uh, emigrated to the St. Louis area, uh, primarily North St. Louis County, and uh, went back uh, to do a volunteer service trip as part of a, a capstone project in a mentorship and leadership program that they're all in with um, some fellow immigrants. What, was this their first trip back since emigrating? Uh Yes, for this group, there was uh, there was one student who I did speak with in July, but uh, very last minute was unable to go on the trip. Uh, so this would have been her second time back. But for the rest of these kids, um, for the most part, yes. Uh, two of them moved when they were about 13 or so, one only about a year and a half ago, another uh, when he was four, and I should say it went back when he was 10. So the mm-hmm. first time as a, as a teenager, at least. Um, so it was, a, it was a, a big deal, a mix of a homecoming and, you know, this volunteer trip. It, it, it must have been quite emotional, I would think, going back after any uh, extended period of time. Yes, um, they were. <laughs> they were definitely happy to be there. Uh, happy to be uh, using their Swahili more, and um, for some of them, seeing a different part of the country. I uh, met up with them a few days before. Uh, they were going to have a few days to go see their families, so I missed those hugs and, and everything. But uh, I'm sure that all went quite well too. And how were they received? Uh, very well. Uh, they started off in a southwestern part of Kenya where they volunteered and helped do some renovations at a hospital and then traveled from there to a small, pretty remote village uh, called Sakutik, which is about two hours off uh, the main road uh, that leads to Nairobi, the capital, uh, which <laughs> if with an interstate system, probably only about an hour from uh, from the capital, but um, you know a mix of road qualities and, and traffic and things. So a few hours away, with uh, you know a small village with no running water, um, although electricity and, and cell phone service. Um, school was on break, but uh, you know got a chance to watch them interact with some older and some younger uh, residents of this of this town. I'm sure they got a lot of questions about what life was like in America. They did. Um, you know, I it was a mix of some little kids who were were curious and actually a little surprised that they all uh, grew up in the U.S. And then you know some older questions as well. And I I, I posed that with uh, one of them, Elizabeth Kamau, who's uh, 
One of the more recent uh, arrivals to the U.S., she was 16 when she moved here to St. Louis and is 18 now. Um, and, you know, it's it's a tough question. There's, you know, kind of that television image of what America looks like, and then you actually move here and have to deal with uh, immigrating and adjusting. And um, kind of here's what she says she, she tells uh, people who ask her that question. Because they expect, like, life is so easy there. But even though most people may seem it's easy, but it's not easy, so it's hard. Even though they might be curious about it, tell them it's not all milk and honey. Not all milk and honey, well. Yeah, well put. Yeah. And I should say we were speaking in Kenya, so there, in this case, was here in the U.S. for, yeah. for us. The work they were doing, I mean, it was all a good cause, as you have alluded to. I mean, they were doing some some projects that were very necessary in that part of the world. Yeah, and this was all they're doing. Um, they kind of came up with this idea and, and spent uh, the better part of the last year fundraising and planning it. There were some students who were older than them who did a similar kind of service trip back home, and they saw that and said, well, we can do that too, and we want to try to do it better. So, yeah, they worked on a – these were – very, as I mentioned earlier, remote parts of Kenya and um, helped work on this hospital and then um, add on two new classrooms to a, a small church school that's fairly new um, and is trying to expand as as kids age. So they built um, what would be the equivalent of seventh and eighth grade mm. uh, classrooms onto the school. That's, that's a great story. It's great to see that kind of uh, give, giving back. I, I love to hear it. Yeah, and that's a lot of what this was for them. Um, the, these kids all count themselves incredibly lucky that uh, their families, you know, it's often said, won a green card. It's a lottery process mm-hmm. that takes several years, um, usually at the easiest to get. And, um, you know, they, they know how blessed they are that they have this opportunity to come to the U.S. and, and finish out their young years in education here. And uh, it was a lot of wanting to make sure that kids back in Kenya have, you know, the same educational opportunities or as close to it as they can help. They brought obviously goodwill to uh, to Kenya in that part of the world. What what do they bring home from that experience? Do you think? Yeah. Well, I should say they also brought suitcases full of pens and pencils and some soccer balls and medical supplies too. Just um, as important in many ways <laughs> as anything else. Yeah. Um, you know what they were going to take away from this was actually kind of a a theme of the conversation among themselves. As, as well, uh, that some of their chaperones kind of posed to them to, to think about each night at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, it was interesting. I asked uh, Sally Gasheru, uh, who's also 18, about that, um, or, or started to, I should say, and then we got interrupted by uh, a group of older women from the village who were walking by to help them build the school. We were kind of sitting off to the side a little away from all the hammering and, and, and sawing and... Um, as is very accustomed in, in Kenya, these women all <laughs> ignored my microphone and, and, and stopped to greet us. And I, I won't play that part of the tape because it's all in Kikuyu and Swahili. But um, Thank you. And, and then uh, Sally kind of got back to that, uh, to, to answering my question. So going back to things that I would take back, I'll probably take back, like, the hurt of the people here. Like, I want to be, like, more the opening up to everybody. Like, you don't, like... Take, you don't say, like, these people are these people, like, I won't talk to them or, like, I won't be open to them. So, like, the friendliness of the people is one of the things that I would take. Yeah. All right. That's Sally. Yeah, well, yeah, taking back the heart of, uh, of the people there. And yeah. that was one thing. You know, just the community and the openness uh, of people was something that uh, 
it was a big reminder for these kids. You are our education reporter. So what did you learn uh, during <laughs> your time there? I'd say I learned from them. And, you know, it's something that I've been thinking about, too, just the, the community uh, aspect uh, of Kenya, the, the openness. Um, I will say in Kenya and Uganda as well, where I also was, you know, you, you start every conversation with a greeting and, and asking people how they are. And it's sincere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, sometimes here in the U.S., it's kind of a pretty passive thing. But as Sally mentioned, um, you know, the, 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 the warmth that, that people express and uh, also the, the love of a hot shower. Um, you know, these, these are teenage kids who um, have gotten used to hot showers and, and electricity and Internet and cell phone coverage, and they had to go without that for a few weeks uh, or at least intermittently. So um, it's always something I appreciate, too, after going back and forth. Of course. I spent some time in Africa a few years back during uh, the famine in Somalia, and even under the conditions that were just uh, the most awful you can imagine, Everybody always had a smile on their face and was always willing to to greet you in the most friendly way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your sister lives there, correct? She does. Uh, one year this month, uh, she lives in Uganda, so that was the the personal part of this trip sure. as well. But uh, it was good to see her. Wh- and what does my she nephew. do? She works for the One Acre Fund, which is a agriculture NGO, uh, non governmental organization. Mm-hmm. Um, that the easiest way to summarize it would be uh, microfinancing for small scale farmers, so loaning seeds and education um, and other farming supplies, um, and then farmers at the end of the harvest and repay that with the additional profits. Now, there's so much uh, progressively going on in Africa these days, but there are still huge swaths of that uh, continent that uh, are living just this way, uh, day-to-day, year-to-year, growth cycle to growth cycle. Yes. Um, the, the the farming, and that was one of the conversations that uh, I, I saw between one of these kids and an older man in, in Sakutik about you know how you get food and, and explaining the the fact that you don't grow everything in your backyard uh, or you know have sheep in your backyard kind of the grocery stores um, I would say that Africa economically and technologically is growing leaps and bounds, mm-hmm. but it's not always uh, evenly distributed at this point. Yeah. Well, thank you, uh, Ryan Delaney, for your observations on all of this. Uh, great to have you back yeah. and a great trip, obviously. Yes. Very rewarding in many <laughs> ways. Thanks, Don. As Ryan Delaney, our education reporter. Archive versions of past St. Louis on the Air programs available for download or podcast at stlpublicradio.org slash stlonair. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Don Marsh.